This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. In order to get a free audiobook trial, go to audibletrial.com forward slash bonfiresidechat. For listeners of this podcast, I would recommend, uh, yeah, you know, a transcription of Bonfireside Chat episode 21 by Neil deGrasse Tyson, A Strom of Storms, How One Thunderous Conservative Senator Annoyed a Nation by Corner Halvesies, or Mokoto Mo Problems by Setsuki. That address again is audibletrial.com forward slash bonfireside chat. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And my name is Jake Booth. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is an undead favorite. And this week we are talking about World 4-1 of Demon Souls, beginning the Shrine of Storms on this most appropriate of holidays, at least when we're recording it, uh, Halloween, talking mm-hmm. about an area full of spooky, scary skeletons, you know. Um, and as you heard, we are joined by Jake Booth, um, uh, also known as Video Game Talking Head on YouTube. Uh, tell us a little about a little bit about what you do. Uh, I make Demon Souls lore videos on YouTube, and I guess I was one of the first kind of people to do it before you guys kind of copied me and started doing your own <laughs> thing. <laughs> and uh, now, now there are many people doing a much better job of it than I am. Uh, but you know, it's. Uh, that, that's what I do. You can find me on YouTube at Video Game Talking Head, <laughs> yeah, the longest kinda. name on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, do you have we, a certificate? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we uh, we referenced you in the the last episode because the one of the most recent videos you did was on uh, Latria. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. And and we, you, know, you joke about uh, you know people kind of capping off it or, and and doing better. But one thing I found is that I can watch you know three different lore videos on the same subject in the Souls series and get you know, different information from each one, you know, different people picking up on certain nuances or having different, you know, kind of competing theories. Um, well, one, one of the big things for Demon Souls, the, the only like real big law resource it had for years was this game FAQs post that like 12 people collaborated on that uh, got passed around a lot. And like, I've been going through that to kind of reference it. And it's amazing, like how much you disagree with in a game like this. So yeah, like everything you get, you take out something different from in mm-hmm. these games. No, which is, is part of why they are so, uh, so, so amazing. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely, anybody who's listening, uh, seek out, seek out the video game talking head, uh, YouTube demon souls, Lord's videos, because they're very good. I imagine there will be a Thank link you. in the, uh, in the show notes. Oh, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what did we do last time? Cole? Well, last time we ascended the tower of Latria and laid waste to the foul King atop it. Um, and now we, uh, set our sights on the shrine of storms. Can I, before we move into the Shrine of Storms, something we, we keep forgetting to talk about is what we do with the Archdemon souls. Oh, yeah. Um, so with the, uh, with the old monk soul, I just wanted to point this out. So you, get the, you can get the Insanity Catalyst, which is a re- you know, it's, uh, you know, similar to the, the Tin Crystallization Catalyst in, in Dark Souls. But I was just looking through it and found its description, and it has the line, if you have no dreams for the future, you may want to place your trust in the power of the golden garb. <laughs> which, which, like, this whole area, everything about that and, and a lot of things about Demon Souls sound like Rush lyrics to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that, <laughs> that is no exception. Like, yeah. If and, you have no hope for the future. Yeah, and a bunch of the areas look like Rush uh, album covers, too. Yeah. Like, 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 this is straight out of, like, Hemispheres. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
you can. Yeah. You stumbled yeah. onto a FromSoft dark secret. Uh, that they're that they're prog rock fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's just a, a interview where it's all you know Japanese with a translation. Every once in a while, you just hear like twenty one twelve, and then and then more like Japanese speech. Thomas Sawyer. Yeah. Well, well, uh, isn't the old monk like technically the Crimson King if you think about it? Yeah. Well, yeah. He, Ooh, there, there you go. Are, are we? Are we assemb- Breaking news. <laughs> are we assembling? Do I need to add you to the uh, to the roster for the Dark Tower um, uh, appendix? <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, there's the the, the Crimson King, who is also a, a King Crimson yeah. character as well. So, True. is it is it a Dark Tower or a King Prog Rock? Uh, it could be both. Yeah, yeah. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so. But yeah, and then you can also you can make some some pretty useful spells. Yeah, I remember we talked about the about the homing the homing yeah. spells last time as well. I mostly just wanted to read uh, excuse to read that <laughs> yeah. thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So anywho, mm-hmm. but yeah, the Shrine of Storms. I really really love this area. Um, yeah, it's it's probably my favorite area in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I just like the style of it, the enemies, uh, everything about it is so cool. Yeah. Love the love the tone, like the color palette, and just uh, it's the I, I love the play. It feels real tough but fair. Like these are the these are the most aggressive enemies you're gonna find, right? Well, yeah. yeah like when everyone uh, first enters the Shrine of Storms, like <laughs> it's so so like confronting. Just have this skeleton like come at you, like rolling at you, yeah. so aggressively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like clearly where they got the the kind of bone wheels from, yeah. but they're like transformer bone wheels. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah and and it's like when you talk about just kind of the generalities of the area like i really like um where this fits like we've talked about this before but i love how different uh, the areas are in demon souls mm-hmm. and uh, the idea of this kind of this this place that's a, a site of ancient you know rituals of this society that kind of worship the dead you know again like just not to overuse the phrase metal as fuck but like <laughs> it's real metal as fuck can, can <laughs> you, you? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you can. Like when yeah. the shoe. Yeah, you've shoe got like fits. Grim Reapers and stuff all around. It's it's pretty metal, man. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is very. Uh, <laughs> when the shoe rocks. Yeah, but um, like this is this is where they would take the dead to sacrifice them to the winds. Like how yeah. great? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like a like a place of a of a horrible ritual, and now they're like the 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 demons are harvesting the souls that lay dormant here. Yeah. 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 Very, very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so you, you run into that that uh, that skeleton, you know, that first skeleton, which like these guys. Uh, this is a real popular area when I'm playing the game to do early runs because mm-hmm. you can get a couple of you know very good weapons um, pretty early on, and uh, they are really tough. Like they they attempt to flank you. Um, you know they hit really hard. You know if you come here, you know fairly soon out of the gate. Um, they're likely to uh, to kind of slay you, and there are a lot of them, mm-hmm. um, and they are arranged in such a way, especially on this kind of first walk up, to cover each other. Right. So when you know when well, you're dealing, it, it reminds with, uh, me of a, it reminds me a little bit of Boletaria, where it's like a, a castle set against you, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with yeah. like you know the big portcullis and everything. Like it's it's very much uh, designed to make your life a living hell. Yeah, but it's interesting because it's a castle that's already fallen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is ancient. Mm-hmm. You know, this doesn't doesn't give me the impression that this is where people people live, and that even the enemies lend themselves to that because they're not active until you get close enough, mm-hmm. and then they they animate. Yeah. These are the piles of bones. Yeah. Um, and it's it's important to know in this first kind of area before you go through the first uh, kind of archway is that uh, Satsuki is up there. Yeah. Um, but he won't talk to you until Pure White 
tendency. I never noticed him until uh, you know until I went looking for him that he's there all the time, just kind of yeah, yeah looking now. down on you. Yeah, unfortunately, you can't reach him. I've tried to. <laughs> <laughs> you can't like so you, I I haven't tried it so you can't uh, hit him with an arrow or anything like that. Uh, you can hit him with an arrow. He'll run behind some some cover though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready so, for you yet. <laughs> yeah, go. Go do some good deeds. Yeah. I'm disappointed that he doesn't like mention that when you see him in White World Tendency. Like, yeah, some what was that about? At me I was, you know, yeah. Up here. yeah, what? Uh, <laughs> a lot uh, of nerve. You think it's oh, the skeletons yeah. you have to worry about, but I don't know, man. It's the other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Fontaine is yeah. playing the role of Sansuki. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. yeah. The only way you're going to make up for it is giving me a cursed sword. <laughs> yeah. So. Can we can we talk about Satsuki a little bit? Like it just since since it seems pretty good. I love that he asks you for the sword, and no matter what you do, he attempts to kill you with it. Yeah. Well, well, Jake, you, <laughs> well, you your most recent video, yeah, um, was on Satsuki and uh, and the yeah, sword at the time of recording. <laughs> yeah, do, yeah, at the time. Yes, at the time. Um, do you want to give us kind of like what? Uh, tell us about uh, Satsuki. Um, geez, I've, I've purchased all that information from my mind after I put the video up. Um, <laughs> uh, Satsuki, yeah, he's from a distant land, and he's apparently looking for his father's sword, a keepsake, the Makoto, which uh, mm-hmm. is a cursed blade, which uh, drains the life of the wielder as they use it. Yeah, and there's there's not much to it, other than the fact that he is not, uh, like, an honorable... Like, I, I feel like... The only other thing you can really surmise is that he is not after it for for good reasons, given yeah. the fact that he well, won't it, order you regardless. He, he's kind of similar to the area in that he's very isolated from everyone else. Like every other character, you can kind of feel like there's some sort of connection. Like you know, uh, Ostrava is obviously connected to Bior and uh, the king and all that, whereas Satsuki is just some guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just kind of yeah. He's 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 out on his own. Mm-hmm questing after this thing and just decided to wait for people to come do this work for him yeah because of skeletons yeah you gonna go like by yourself like, yeah, go, gonna right? go by yourself my sword doesn't have a handle you guys come yeah. on <laughs> 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 some, some asshole with an arrow came and took my sword handle yeah, yeah. and shot me a bunch <laughs> yeah poor satsuki oh man um, he's just he's just misunderstood <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I just you know his his closest analog in Dark Souls is, uh, is Shiva of the East, um, and apparently, I mean, we went over this in the Dark Souls uh, stuff, but uh, um, Shiva was supposed to more closely mirror slash resemble um, Satsuke, kind of like in the way that uh, uh, La Trek uh, resembles Yurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah that cut quest mm-hmm. um, in the uh, Painted World. Yeah, that kind of result. Well, if, if you've seen my video, I actually like stole entire portions of Vadi Vidya's uh, Shiva <laughs> of the East video. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, kind of drive home the point that they are like a very very similar character. Yeah. Well, and, and also that it's maybe about you know there is kind of a tenuous or there's arguably a tenuous connection between these worlds and the idea of it just being the sword mm-hmm. that has this legacy. Yeah, well, they're really, really cool. named the same yeah. thing. Like, yeah. 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 Super cool. Yeah, I mean, just and and noticing these similarities right now just has me looking into not looking into but looking forward in time to Dark Souls two and like just wondering if they're going to continue having these archetypes or these things that just keep kind of popping up, you know, by way of familiarity or nostalgia or what. I hope so. Me too. Like, I, yeah, I really want to experience that now that I have the context of the previous yeah games in the series. Well, I'm, I'm not sure if you want to include this in the. In the episode, because it's it's very much spoiler territories, but I have a, uh, I have seen the text dump for Dark Souls Two, uh, uh-huh. quite a bit of beta. 
And hmm. uh, there, there are some similarities that I think will surprise you. Yeah. I no, sl- that's neat. Yeah, I slept through the beta, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah well, I, um, I couldn't get into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the beta, <laughs> well, the, the beta no didn't work so. it because it's yeah. like you know you had to wait around for three hours only to find out that they weren't letting Americans or like Europeans into the beta. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Dark so Souls, man. Yeah. Uh, oh well, there'll be other betas, and and we're rapidly approaching approaching March. Like there'll be a joy in in touching it for us too. True. So I've resigned myself to that. Yeah, like yeah. I'm eager, but mm-hmm. relaxed. Yeah. Um, so so you go start going up the, these stairs, and they're, they're archers. Like I said, they they cover each other. Um, you get this uh, defensible uh, defensible position. Um, one of the noteworthy things that you find uh, outside of the the gate here is a talisman. Um, a talisman of God, and like the idea that so this is definitely the site of some kind of like inquisition or a. Uh, missionaries you know because we find saint urbane later in the level um and and he you know he's here for some reason and that's what i always thought of this as you know like they're for some reason either priests like are, are trying to uh kind of stomp out the heretics here um and and that is, that is why you find so many kind of religious aspects like the way that the different um the world spokes have different kind of theming and this being the the miracle themed one loosely what do you guys think of that well, yeah, I always took away something sort of like that because every every uh, like church member you see seems to be on some sort of pilgrimage, like a uh, Australia, obviously later in the valley, and mm-hmm. like I, I don't under- I don't necessarily know why like Urbane went to this you know island in the middle of nowhere full of dead people. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like it seems odd, but like I, it may very well be like another pilgrimage. Like there may be some spiritual significance or. Like yeah. I, it's very mysterious that there's just talismans left around and this sort of thing. Because you assume he went alone. Like I don't think any of his followers mention him going with anyone. Right. Yeah, they definitely talk about him. Him just kind of going going by. I don't think anyone specifically says alone. Because I mean, that's what I was thinking of for the talisman of God. Like, oh, actually, I think um, from. I think like one of the like the acolyte of God mentions he like abandoned him or something. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't have my show notes. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know why he's here, and it seems like it's one of those weird things that if I were to find him here, that'd be the first thing I would ask him. You know, like, why are <laughs> yeah. you here? How'd you get here? Yeah, it's a weird um, place to be. Yeah, fancy yeah. meeting you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Again, I don't. I, presume. I don't know that I agree that they're coming out to like squash like heresy, like act like an active, you know, like pagan cult or whatever. I think that this is just like a really upset place with a lot of restless souls, and maybe it's like a pilgrimage to try and cleanse or purge it. Right. Yeah, I mean, it could be it could be something something like that. Yeah. Like just the idea, though, that the I don't feel like the the talent, like the religious artifacts you find here are native. Right. You know, so this is something that uh, the, the whatever the church, like the organization of the church in Demon mm-hmm. Souls, has an interest in this place, and it, it is here for some reason, but I do not know what it is. Yeah. Um, let's see here. The acolyte of God says I swore allegiance to Saint Urbane, but uh, but was of no use to him. And now I have run away and abandoned his honorableness. So mm. they probably came here, and then he just up and done left. Skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, skeletons. See, see you boners at the Nexus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just driving away on his jet ski. Yeah, yep. with with order being back, the magicians will have to watch themselves. Okay, sorry. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that, that's how things happened. He is uh, he forsake his master. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, sense. yeah. It says something about left him in a trap as well. So, 
you know. Mm. There, we, this is really close to that trap mm-hmm. that's just inside the um, – or like several traps. Yeah. Just inside this place the is trap, little... It's like Trap Central. I mean this is the closest analog that we have to like Sens in that regard. It's like um, Sens with bone wheels. Yeah. Like, think about that. God. It's for hell. You understand that by saying that out loud, somebody's going to mod it in, right? Yeah. I, I hope so. I, at this point, all I want are difficulty mods for, for yeah. Dark Souls and Demon Souls. Like, I'm sick. Uh. <laughs> it is what I, what I need. Um, yeah. So, so the, you know, and for a religious uh, kind of thing, so that was another thing I was trying to, to kind of figure out. So if this is the island, if the idea is that they, people go here to, to kind of prove themselves, you know, there's all this kind of language of testing. Um, is it similar that directly to Sens, where part of the, the kind of proof to, you know, be like a hero of the storms or to be, you know, accepted into whatever this religion is, is that you have to make it past these traps. Oh, yeah. Or is it just to make it, you know, more defensible position because they also have the archers kind of posted up by the Cornelians? Yeah, I wonder because they say that, like, the the heroes are kind of already heroes, I, I assume. They're, like, the ones <laughs> they kind of offer up to the gods. So, like, is it just, like, are you really a hero or are they... I have no yeah. idea. Are you a hero are you a hero? <laughs> you know? it, it could just be, like, Patches has gone through and just decided to make, you know... This is a huge pain in the ass for you. Yeah, yeah, and he's just gonna go go sell your sell your stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. D bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, and that's what you know. Uh, and then uh, they also could be since this is kind of has a is, is a grave element. You know, this is where people enter the dead. It could also be to trap uh, grave ro- robbers, which is exactly what it does. <laughs> because a uh, grave grave robber bilge gets caught by that. that Bl- Blige. Like. Yes. <laughs> yes. He is he is holding ships upright. Oh wait, that's yes. ballast. Fuck. Bilge <laughs> yes. um, yeah. is, is water. Ah yes. It's like slimy gross there, water. There is bilge water. Yes. yes. Um yeah. yeah. Water. Although I think uh um Grave Robber Blige directly states that he was trapped by patches. Like he's got it out for patches, uh if you speak to mm. him. Yeah. Yeah, m- most of his dialogue is just about how much of like a you know bastard patches is. <laughs> yeah, like if, if you if you see him, just kill him on sight because you you'll be better off. Yeah. Pretty much, Which, you know, he'd, he'd sell his own mother. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his 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 mother, the bigger uh, lava bug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we previously established. Yep. The, um, sell her for reagents to an Ultima Online player. Um, so yeah, so I mean, yeah, Patch. This could just be you know, Patches did it to him. So mm-hmm. maybe that has to do with the traps. Yeah, makes a sense. But I could see that. I mean, just uh, just traps and uh, you know, ruins as a as a thing. Going back mm-hmm. at least to at least to pulp novels, if not you know you know Egypt Egyptians with their spooky pyramid curses or whatnot. So yeah, and it's it's kind of like Bolitaria again. Like Bolitaria and Palace is probably the only other part in the game that has like what is close to traps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, defensive with like, like the, the rolling boulders and that sort of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, a place made for defense. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, hmm. yeah. <clears throat> But you begin working your way in, you know. Once you get once you get past this uh, this front gate, you see an old friend um, off in the distance, the uh, the vanguard demon. And by old friend, I mean somebody who once turned you into a fine pink paste against a wall. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, who surprisingly can do the same thing again. Yeah, not that I mean, he's not a tough boss, but he he still hits so hard. Mm-hmm. Like I came back just now to play, uh, you know, before the show, and I'm level fifty one. And he's still, uh, you know, one shot. One shot would bring me down to about, you know, five percent of my health, mm-hmm. like blocking it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, like he he hits so hard. He's not that difficult, but it's just, uh, you know, 
Yeah, I don't think I've ever taken them out without dying myself. Like it, it always takes at least two tries. Unless you want to do range, and then he just doesn't care. Well, yeah, like you can stand <laughs> back and just shoot him with arrows, and mm-hmm. and he do not mind. Yeah, and and it gets even more difficult when you've got the uh the stingrays taking pot shots. Oh at you. yeah, and and the stingrays are like an omnipresent just annoyance throughout <laughs> the entire level. Yeah. When when I first saw them, I thought that they were like decoration. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize they were going to be <laughs> like, aggressive to me, and and yeah, until you heard the boom, 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 or whatever that, that sound. Yeah, is. that that sound is so good, and the way it always skewers you completely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're so yeah. huge. Like I, I love it so much, and those one of my favorite uh, enemy designs. Like I've I've said it a couple times on the show, but I I want more flying enemies in uh, in Dark Souls too, because um, these these work so well. Like if you don't mm-hmm. have ranged combat, you're pretty fucked, yeah. and if you don't have a thieves ring, you're you're definitely fucked. fucked. Yeah, later yeah. on in the level. Yeah. But uh, you know, you can get those things by now. You can equip yourself to face this enemy, and then they just become like this harrowing kind of thing that you have to be aware of in your periphery at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, and later, even in this level, it, it becomes really uh, tense and thrilling, like going down that uh, that walkway that we'll mm-hmm. talk about later. Yeah, they're, the they're pretty charitable. They do give you a bow. It just depends on you having the stats to use it, and then also depending on you have the patience to kill one of those things with a crappy bow. Yeah, you either have to lead them like manually and it's difficult to time it or they have to be lining up to take their shot. Right. So most of the time I would lose a bow and they'd already take off their shot. So like lose, a, lose an arrow rather and then roll. And that's how I'd deal with these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they make this place look like a big trapper keeper um, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, space manas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. I'm always, I'm always going to enjoy something that looks like it swims through the air. Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's always going to look haunting and wrong to me. Like a Chinese you know? dragon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's, it's going to unnerve me on a real, you know, on kind of a level. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can work your way into the kind of the front gates, the uh, the parapets there, and uh, find your way around. There are some more traps, um, but uh, this is where kind of the ge- the geography of this level gets a little bit confusing for me, like especially with the sequence of my notes. So some mm-hmm. of this is out of is out of line. Um, forgive me, uh, but yeah, you yeah. Can... Well, th- like this is very much a nonlinear level yeah. compared to yeah. the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. Like if you take out the vanguard or don't just run past it, um, or just run past it rather, um, you can run like just right through the level. So most of this stuff here with. You know, Sparkly and Gravehopper Blige, they, you know, it's pretty much optional. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's Once always the way I would. Like different items. Yeah. Is... Mm-hmm. It's always the way I would take is kind of going through the um, the underground passage yeah. down here. Um, mostly because the first time I came up, I didn't want to fight, uh, you know, fight the, the demon. Right. So um, the, the Vanguard. Mm-hmm. Um, we should talk about, so if you double back, um, however, so we should talk about... Um, uh, Getting the you know the enchanted uh, falchion mm-hmm. and the um, or the crescent falchion yeah. and uh, this first black skeleton, you fight. Yeah, yeah, the double uchigata, a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These things, uh, these things will tear you apart. Yeah, especially again if you're making a, a run up here, you just have to be good. You know, know how to dodge them. Yeah. At this point, and uh, and then it's just that do- that jumping double slash just hits so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to get around the side of them too. In order to like actually take advantage, specifically of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just such a narrow area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty, pretty much everywhere you fight them is like incredibly narrow. Yeah, yeah. I, the easiest one to fight, I think, is the one right before the boss. Mm-hmm. Um, every other one, other than that, that point is uh, 
is pretty pretty precarious. Um, but you can get the uh, the enchanted uh, felch in here, which is a really this is a good thing to get before you actually do uh, stonefang at all. Right. Um, it, it'll you know, help you out quite a bit there. Um, but you just kind of have to know where to look, and uh, it's counterintuitive since you have to double back for it. You know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, this well, well, you can see it uh, at the start oh, of the level. Oh, you're you're, you're absolutely you're right. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. It's on the just on there on the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those things if you if you know pay attention and you uh and you're brave enough the game will reward you for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, it will it will reward you handsomely because this thing does break the game. Like yeah, I, I think I used it for my entire first playthrough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with using it. It's not really, you know, exploitation if it just hands it to you, right? Well, yeah. you can get the. I mean, you can get the Gravelord Sword in in Dark Souls in in seven minutes. Right. You know, like you can getting yeah. knowing where to or, get or a the really Drake Sword. Yeah, or the yeah, exactly, or get the Drake Sword really quickly. Like knowing how to do it is is it's almost functions as a a nod to how the game is going to be replayed. Mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I'll get sometimes get one of those very powerful weapons, even if I'm going to do a different build. So like right now, my my Demon Souls character, uh, I'm doing a, a quality halberd. Because I never really fought with a halberd before, I wanted mm-hmm. to try it out. And uh, but I, I always go get this, or I go get um, the blessed mace, um, just to get me so I can start getting stones and get through yeah. uh, stone fang. Yeah. Um, you know, so it kind of just helps you get through that first part. The first time I pl- went through the game, you know, I didn't find it until it felt kind of appropriate. Right. You know, like this is very strong, but I'm also pretty far <clears throat> into the game. Yeah. It's very good for this level, too, because these skeletons, they have pretty high damage resistance, and an enchanted weapon will uh, do uh, do well for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's quick. Mm-hmm. And, and you need to be quick because they, you know, if you hit them once, you often can't stunlock them. Right. Uh, they they can, uh, will start strafing you, strafe mm-hmm. rolling you. Yeah. Yeah. All, all they'll roll away and then roll back into you. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have no chance to hit them then. Oh. Yeah. And, and like the bone wheels, you'll take damage from their roll. So their, their yeah. dodge is also a weapon. Yeah, not nearly as much. Well, yeah, like the, these guys are hard, but they're much more. They're easier than bone wheels. Yeah, they don't they don't chew through your you know stamina yeah. like the like yeah. the bone wheels do. Fucking stone, bone, <laughs> stone wheels. Uh, the stone wheel skeletons. <laughs> um, the um yeah. yeah. So so you kind of go um if you're heading back the the other way, you kind of go through these this underground passage here where it has the trap with the two rolling skeletons on either side mm-hmm. of the, uh, at the end of that L shaped. Uh, hallway there or that yeah. t intersection yeah. um which i love yep. like that's always uh that's that definitely got me like i i you know i walk through these things cautiously because mm-hmm. I, I played souls games before but um i was not expecting the two of them so i peeked my head around and then got stabbed in the back <laughs> real good so yeah you have to appreciate a well set up ambush i mean mm-hmm. yeah well one thing i also love is uh the entrance to this underground passage because it's like I, it's something that really takes advantage of the messaging system in the game mm-hmm. oh yeah like Otherwise, it's just a, a wall. Like you have no idea what it is. <laughs> yeah, and then and, and it's it's what is this the only illusory wall? Uh, no, there are some in Stonefang. Uh, yeah, there's a couple even oh, okay. in this level. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What? But it's it's certainly the first real encounter. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't it doesn't happen very often. Whereas right. it's relatively frequent in uh, in Dark Souls. Yeah, just because mm. of the nature of the maps. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, if you're walking around in these walls, not only can you go upwards uh, to get the uh, the copper key to unlock Blige, and also, uh, oh man, you can find Sparkly up there and do the trades. I never have done anything with Sparkly because she doesn't give you anything that I see as being really like, uh, you know, indispensable or 
utterly necessary for it. There's there's a couple of good items. Like uh, you can get some colorless demon souls. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Which are, are very useful if you're using like boss weapons and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and uh, our, yeah. If if you're a huge asshole and you don't want to give a uh, stockpile Thomas his daughter's uh, hair ornament back, <laughs> he'll give you a uh, sparkly. Will give you a regenerator's ring for it, which you can find but, like two feet from here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it's very much like a. Um, Makes you feel even worse. <laughs> I just say so he can go show it to uh, to stockpile, you know, stockpile Thomas, <laughs> and then when he's like, "Oh, that'll be useful." I guess I can see why you need that. Uh, you know, to fight demons, and then you can swallow it and pull out your backup <laughs> and, and just shrug. And now my poop got a ring. Yeah. <laughs> and just walk away. Uh, yeah. oh. mm-hmm. That's um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't really use him. Use him either. There is there is kind of a, a weird bird thing going on in this culture yeah, yep. in general with the the adjudicator, mm-hmm. and I really would I'm not clear on what where Sparkly fits in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I always thought it was something to do with the wind, I guess, motif of the the whole area. Yeah, but because like it, not just the adjudicator, but uh, the arrows you find are fletched from the birds that circle around that tree where Sparkly is. Yeah. And, uh, there's there's a lot of like weird stuff like that on on the adjudicator shield obviously has a lot of bird theming. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, we'll talk about this when we get there. But like the adjudicator might not be the big fat guy. It might I think I think it's the gold crow that stands on top of him. Yeah. 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 So. So yeah, I, I mean, I dig I dig a bird culture. I. I, yeah. I, I, I you know I'd I'd move there. You know, there's two things that this place likes is dead people and birds. Yeah. Skeletons and birds. Skeletons and birds? Sign me like up. Colvania. Like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm surprised yeah. they didn't take like a, a vulture sort of thing with it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think that's something they could have like reached for, but they didn't really do. I, I guess crows are kind of carrying, carrying birds. They're scavengers, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. They're definitely, yeah, definitely scavenger birds. I'm kind of glad that Blige is a, a scavenger, so. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. It's a lot they're, of... They're, uh, that sort of theme, I guess. I'm glad they didn't do vultures because vultures are gross. Yeah. Like, they're one of the most <laughs> disgusting uh, animals. Like, if you, if you scare them, they vomit on you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think that would have are... been a great addition to the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, it suits perfectly with the Vanguard, having these birds, like, vomiting all around you. <laughs> <laughs> that was the original draft of the Manta Rays. <laughs> <laughs> they kept the sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just the big, like, the same like big spears of vomit though. <laughs> it just comes out of their their throat. They're just regurgitating these dead bones. How did you vomit something longer than you? Sword swallowing. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. <laughs> it, it's it's exactly as long as them. <laughs> oh man, but uh, but yeah, you can work your way down and you find Gray Robert Blige. We talked about him a little bit with with his uh, um, let's say uh, mixed history with patches. But uh, mm-hmm. I like how he alludes to the fact that he comes from a long line of grave robbers. Yeah. yeah. And he's so proud of it, too. Yeah. 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 Grave robber is actually his first name. Yep. And it's a just name you after your profession. Yeah. And uh, the family line gets named after their profession. Don't and, call uh, me grave. Don't call me Mr. Grave Robber. Yeah. That was my father's name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I realized that I am. I'm ripping off your toot from earlier today about Mr. Oh, Mime. A Mr. Uh, Mime joke. Yeah. I have another uh, I have another terrible T-shirt idea. Oh what? Okay, what okay. what is that? Mister Meme. It's a uh, Mister oh. Mime's body with a with a with a rage comic face on it. Yeah, oh, God. yeah, yeah. That, that the people <laughs> terrible people wear that stupid yeah. shirt. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're eventually gonna have to explain this terrible T-shirt thing in every podcast. <laughs> I suppose. But, oh, we're still like if we're gonna just keep coming up with them. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so Jake, 
we came up with, and just real briefly, because we talked about it on another show, um, we just keep throwing, like, there's certain t-shirts that I really hate, and we really hate, and we, we're coming up with terrible, you know, just internet, just mashing two things together, <laughs> shitty, you know, $5 t-shirt company <laughs> t-shirts, for us to uh, eventually, you know, if, if we never make a living off of, you know, our art, let's, uh, let's start this t-shirt company and just loathe every one of our customers <laughs> for buying these terrible shirts. Yeah. So. So Mr. stuff like Thwomp, there it is. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's really that that level of discourse we're working yeah. for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm sure they'd sell well to people with absolutely no taste. Exactly, <laughs> people will just wear any shirt. Like, yeah, just set, a, set up a ramshackle table outside of uh, packs. Or, or we just, or we, yeah, or we get like one of the pack sponsors. Like we get like you know some computer company or Razor Mice to sponsor <laughs> it. On the back of it, just has a your know, Razor Mice logo, and then we give them out for free. Mm-hmm. And then the next day of packs, everyone will be wearing them because oh, hey, free. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, man, yeah. gross. So yeah, Mister Meme. There mm-hmm. we go. But yeah, uh, Grave Albert Blige also gives you most of the lore for the area. Uh, he is really the only sentient person here aside from urbane and patches um but yeah he tells you about the about the rituals and whatnot and just that the 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 demons have gravitated here because there's a there's a whole lot of unused soul Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and and one of the most common drops is soul remains yeah you know you you can't consume for a soul but you know our our thing that is part of a soul Mm -hmm. not used yeah yeah I, i always wondered if they were like what's left over after, yeah, because you know, like the souls have already obviously left the body of the the skeletons. Yeah, mm. or, or if they're just like eroded or diminished from having been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, it would have been like an unknown soldier's soul or mm-hmm. what have you, and then uh, or I guess like an unknown hero. Yeah. Um, and then you would have uh, you you know exactly they just kind of degrade into soul remains. Have you guys spent any time using those things? I just now like uh, actually figured out what they're they very do. useful. <laughs> yeah, they're they're very useful. Can you um, especially the use for the use because I think that they're really obscure. It's very similar to the um, uh, the alluring skulls okay. from Dark Souls. So they just attract monsters, mm. um, and they're yeah, very. So you I've can only just, like, throw them off the edge of a cliff, and they'll yep. they'll uh-huh. them. Yeah, I mean the, the the game again in that weird way that the Souls games are actually very uh, user friendly and easy <laughs> in some ways. You get tons of them, and then you have to do that cliff cliffside gauntlet. And if you can just throw these things off to the side, you can get through it without doing any fights. Huh. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if like have have you guys tried using it like in five two to to get the uh, giant depraved ones out of your way? Or I, I have not. I don't know no. if they're useful for ev- for everything. I don't usually get quite that many of them. I never farm them because I don't farm no. things. Um, if I can help it. Yeah, I, I pretty much always spend a lot of time here just because you get not not a lot of time, but like more time than usual, especially early on, just because this is really the only place that you can kill things for a large amount of souls. Like yeah. for demon souls, these guys are pretty valuable. Oh yeah, yeah. The, like, whole, it, the whole area has such a good return on souls. Like, yeah, it's it's weird and completely disconnected to every other area in the game, which is so yeah. low. Mm-hmm. Four four two is the best farming mm-hmm. spot in like either game. Yeah, yeah. Like four and, the and beginning of four two, right next yeah. to the Arkstone. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, exactly. It's just a you know, of slugs. Yeah, and it's, like for even four three is like ridiculously good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, you know, if you want to level up, this is where you do it. Mm-hmm. We're going yeah. to prepare you for the Valley of Defilement <laughs> yeah. one way or another. And then you get there and you get poisoned and you can't roll and you still <laughs> yeah. get one shot by things. Take that. It was all for you. Or you get plague. Yeah. No matter how <laughs> yeah. low level you are. Yeah. 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 So um, in either way, um, you get kind of the end. You either come up through this little um, broken down tunnel, kind of collapsed tunnel, or you get past the uh, the vanguard. 
and uh, you're kind of into the, the back half of the level. Um, mostly of note here is that there is a, a black katana skeleton guarding the adjudicator's shield, um, which we talked about. And speaking of the Valley of Defilement, again, the way the game sets you up for success later, mm-hmm. um, is uh, a really good shield. Um, it's pretty crap as a shield, but it does the job. And the biggest thing is it has regeneration and regeneration stacks yeah. uh, in this game. So you can counteract the effect of poison completely. Right. Uh, with this yeah, and it, it gives you so many regenerative items, like the the rings in this level, the uh, yep. the shield. Mm-hmm. Yep. The spell comes from the adjudicator. Yeah, the yeah from the adjudicator spell. spell. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Kind of playing into the notion of avarice, right? At least with uh, with the spell and also the the shield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the and the meat cleaver. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you, know, get, you get from that. So yeah, there's a there's there's definitely theming there. Like there's this kind of. Uh, inherent base level level of theming of like worship of the dead and worship of the sky mm-hmm. and then the uh, specific the demon specific kind of corruption that came around is, is one of greed mm-hmm. you know which makes sense if they're just gonna park them in front of a you know a soul smorgasbord yeah so, or also yeah. you know dead my people favorite collective to... soul album <laughs> yeah like, they were like a gym well, yeah it was their it was yeah. their yeah. it was their greatest hits collection <laughs> Um, man does but, let your tail swing down <laughs> um also this is uh i mean dead pe- dead, dead people tend to have a lot of uh, uh you know riches on them too people like yeah. to be buried with their with their expensive shit yeah, yeah. maybe that's why urbane's here yeah oh yeah, yeah. To, to pl- plunder <laughs> yeah. for the church yeah yeah huh hmm yeah well, well there is like the interpretation and we'll get to it a little bit later but the whole idea that you know the church being more or less kind of fools and not, you know, worshiping who they think they are worshiping. Yeah. You know, which comes definitely from the, the theme of like the talisman of beasts might not be true. Yeah. With the, you know, the talisman of beasts looking like the old one and, and that being the, uh, the, you know, the form of which and stuff. And you know, I don't go in for all of that, but it seems like a valid interpretation that maybe they're drawn to do this and they don't even know why, like they're not intending to, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. the fact that they're secretly worshiping the, uh, the old one means yeah. that they're, they're here for riches, and there's a parallel between uh, between Latria and this place. If that is the case, because both of them are areas that are meant to funnel people to their deaths in order to get easy souls off of them. Yeah, right. So, yeah. like, if you if you do if you do subscribe to the idea that this is like a trap for the church or the old one acting through the church or whatever, then yeah, this is this is uh, a series and an ever escalating series of traps in order to just like funnel as many devout people as possible. Right, right. And then, then the question becomes, if there was a point in history in which this was actually like kind of a pure pagan religion mm-hmm. that's been corrupted, or if it has always been like that. Right. You know? Well, so. one, one interesting thing about the, the demons here is, like, m- most of the demons tend to be, like, something else that has been kind of turned into a demon. Like, like in uh, Bolotari, you know, you've obviously got the, the phalanx and the, the tower knight, uh, the knights mm. of Bolotaria, whereas... In in this, it seems to be more like the the things that they worshipped have mm-hmm. become demons. Oh yeah. So yeah. like the ideas, nearly it's it's really odd, and like yeah. out of connection with the rest of the game. Like yeah. ideas and, and concepts and such. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. like the idea of this uh, kind of judgment, you know, is personified. Yeah, the idea of this soldier. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. I mean, we'll get to that in the next episode. But like, how you don't, you know, it's not actually the old hero you're fighting. Like, mm-hmm. it's this weird, you know, kind of force ghost. Mm-hmm. of him so yeah very cool like it's, it's a nice um like i like these areas that don't fill in the blanks but they give you like yeah. you know 70 percent to work with and you can just kind of put in just enough you know caulk to to make it 
yeah. fit into an idea. Yeah, and yeah, and it's probably why it's my favorite area. Like, it's just like it just gives you like just enough that you can kind of yeah. draw your own conclusions. And by a cursory glance, like it doesn't seem to have an awful lot going for it. Yeah, right? it's I all mean, it's all hidden in a, in a in a real satisfying kind of way. Yeah, um, there. Whereas yeah, I mean, it, was, it doesn't even have as many NPCs as like other areas do that would normally explain that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and like whereas Latry, I really like because it is a complete story. You know, I like mm-hmm. I like this because it's not quite. Yeah. A complete story. So, yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, in in either case, um, you know, you come out on this, you're on this kind of cliffside run at this point where um, if you don't have the thieves ring, I don't know how you, like, I haven't gotten <laughs> through this without it um, because you, you need to have that lowered aggro range of the, the mantas um, because you're traversing past these uh, gold skeletons, mm-hmm. um, which are real similar to the boss that's in the intro movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, and, I think it is the boss that's in the intro yeah. movie. Yeah. Is it like a giant version of one? Are these things? Yeah, so it's cool it's, to have them have an appearance. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I I did this without the thieves ring my first run through. Like with, before mm-hmm. I realized how valuable the thieves ring was. Um, you can do it. Um, that was also my uh, my royal run. So I had the spell power to take oh, yeah. out whatever whichever of them I was able to. You know. Yeah. And well, well, that's no achievement then. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like nothing. You know. Nothing you do as a royal counts. Yeah, yeah, it's like rolling yeah, spring up head, for demon souls. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I just did a bunch of meth and then shot some mantas <laughs> out of the sky. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't count. Turn, turns turns, yeah. turns yeah. out meth a huge problem among the Amish on Rumspringa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah and, and, and then they take it back to the communities. Yeah, it's a shame that it's like so monstrously addictive. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, so yeah. but but yeah, hence why I disclaimed my achievement like immediately. Just like <laughs> so, yeah, I was a royal. <laughs> um, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, I love this run though. Like it's uh, it's it's so nice and tricky, right? Yeah, mm. and it, it sets you up for the run in uh, four two. The, the it's like a million times harder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, four two is so tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you feel so good about conquering that one, and then like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this one at least has the the common decency to have a reasonable shortcut. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. You know, because we I mean, we didn't talk about it, but there's a um, a shortcut. Right, uh, the tower that's above uh, Grave Robber Blige, mm-hmm. where you can do through some tricky rolling, skip right to the end of the level. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if like I don't think it's intentional, but like it's certainly a useful thing to know about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I I believe it's not intentional because it proves that fog gates are one way. Mm. Yeah, you, yeah, like you can't you, you can't go back through fog gates. Uh, yeah, if you, you if you do it, uh, if you try and go through the back of the of the one that's by that by that run, um, you're not going to be able to. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard to say it's, it's worth taking though because you you miss out on like so much good stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, if, yeah. It's 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 essentially just if you've been bashing your head up against the adjudicator mm-hmm. for some reason. It's and, it's, and, it's weird because like it's an unintentional skip, but it's it kind of still reinforces the theme of the game. Like mm-hmm. if you take this challenge then you will be rewarded for it mm-hmm. yeah so yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah but uh you make this run and you get around to kind of this little preamble area which doesn't have an awful lot going for it aside from aside from just a couple of items you can get the uh the regenerator's ring grave robber's ring blah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. one one final trap and uh black samurai skeleton mm-hmm. um before the adjudicator which um yeah, the adjudicator, which I really like. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I love this boss. Yeah. <laughs> really 
I, I, there's like the... three tiers that you can fight it on, and each one has a different attack pattern. It's really, I, yeah, really cool. It's design. such a good arena. Mm-hmm. And and the uh, this was the first time I saw the the real Demon Souls star tier <laughs> message, <laughs> and, and I was I thought I was really in for some shit. Um, and I played through the first time as a royal, so it doesn't count as any kind of accomplishment. And he was really easy, but he is—he's a lot of fun because there are these different ways you can kind of take him out. Um, mm. I also really like the music for him. Oh yeah, this kind of sickening horns and like <laughs> queasy lumbering. Uh, you know, like the the and music he is just kind of like lumping in time with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or is it, is it him or is it the bird that's laughing at that oh. point? There you go. I mean, it's, his, his tongue is always uh, yeah, his like, tongue is always lolling. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it just looks so monstrous. Like like he doesn't so much have a mouth or a head as like a like a gaping maw. Hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like at the top of his what I what I assume is a head. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, and going with that greed theme. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what um, he is. He's also like again, it's just one of these bosses where there's a lot of kind of indirect storytelling to the the design of him too because so you, you work your way down and like you know i love demon souls boss rooms where you're not immediately in danger and you, you kind of have a lot of room to work with um make your way around the periphery of this uh this room to find where you want to fight him to get down to the ground like dodging this giant tongue um and you find that he there is a he has stabbed himself in the side or fallen on his blade mm-hmm like he's carrying mm-hmm. one, you know, you know, one bladeless arm, and then also uh, has, you know, his side has this huge gaping cut in it, mm-hmm. and uh, you comically bounce off him. Like he kind of looks when you're close to him, he looks like a, a moon bounce room. Yeah, like one of those bounce houses. <laughs> uh, what what he reminds me of with all of the uh, the jewelry and kind of like the gold skin is uh, that episode of The Simpsons where Homer is like a gigantic uh, gold plated man with like jewels. <laughs> oh yeah, and stuff. yeah. <laughs> When he's imagining what he would do with a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going around bossing <laughs> people around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's more, yeah, that's very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you bounce off of him and he really only has two weak areas. Either this meat cleaver that is hanging out of his, uh, hanging out of his uh, gut. Yeah. Or the, uh, or the bird's nest on the top of his head. And I, and until I read the description for the adjudicator shield, um, I thought that the bird's nest was just like this quirky little design element. Yeah, you know, but I mean, if you look at the shield, like there is pretty good reason to believe that the really this is just like the the, the demon is the bird, and this big fat guy is just somebody that he's punishing forever. It's like like a parasite, like the uh, the golden robe, sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. And, and like the and, and the and the shield says something along the lines of like eating birds is not something that is you know like befitting a hero. So the gold crow decided to punish him forever and it's the gold crow that is the one that is passing down the judgment yeah mm. yep yep which you know, is actually the uh, the adjudicator which is really cool mm-hmm. and if you know the idea that you have to it's it's pretty comical actually if the idea is that you go through to be judged as a hero and the criteria is whether you eat birds <laughs> yeah and <laughs> a bird is the one doing the judgment <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> they are a single issue species. Yep. They care about one thing well, to define a hero. Well, think about how we treat cannibals. Not that, cannibals, that, but we we, well, yeah. we treat anything if, if, that eats eats one of us. That that is true. Yeah. We I mean, we haven't exterminated the bee yet. <laughs> yeah. And they, they will, have you ever um seen the the Tim and Eric episode um crows? Uh yeah. Yeah, that's that's what this reminds you of. Like you <laughs> yeah. have been unkind to the birds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, 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 we haven't. <laughs> Cowardly acts in the eating of birds must not be deeds of heroes uh, of a heroes of storm. Of being judged displeases the adjudicator's master. Um, if the if the one being judged rather displeases the adjudicator's master, the golden crow, the deceased soul will be gnawed upon until nothing but their bones remain. Yeah. So, yeah, the skeletons are probably the ones who uh, who came up wanting. Oh yeah, that, that's yeah. what that's what I assumed. Yeah, those are discarded heroes. Even though this does imply that the adjudicator is not the uh, the crow. Hmm. The the crow is the adjudicator's master, but you also can see that like you know it's possible that uh, since he has definitely has some kind of mind control, mm-hmm. you know he inhabits the brain. The, you know the actual adjudicator could be more of you know like a master blaster situation. Mm-hmm. You know he can ride different people and then yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just I'm looking at this the the this shield itself on the wiki and like i love the design on the front of it but yeah oh yeah either way it's cool as hell it's a gold bird on top of a fat guy it almost (laughs) if you're looking at the shield now does it look to you like just under his knife that he has the the adjudicator has the cut in his side uh not particularly it looks like there's a little like crease there that kind of looks a little bit like like the cut to me but like i can see either way maybe but maybe not like it's it's definitely smaller in proportion to his body than the uh that's true. Yeah, the than, actual than the, the actual meat cleaver. Yeah, yeah, that's Which, true. Which uh, you know, according to the meat cleaver's description, his uh, his his sword uh, turns whatever he kills into delicious cuts of meat. So you, <laughs> so you get like a nice like tri tip and a and a, and a ribeye. <laughs> you know. Well, well, maybe he was just hungry. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like, there's <laughs> so, only skeletons around. Like, what else are you gonna eat? Yeah, he's already picked all of them clean. Yeah, <laughs> flayed all the the you know. Reminds uh, me a bit of a smoke. Yeah, yeah, like small cross with the gaping dragon, mm-hmm. mm. you know, this ever hungry demonic presence. Yeah, um, yeah, very cool. He's not actually that hard. No, either way, like you know, staying up near the the top, shooting him in the in the bird is not too tough. <laughs> mm. And then sticking to his right because that arm, you know, he doesn't have a sword in that arm. So if you keep circling him, it's pretty difficult for him to hit you. Yeah, he's um, he's a lot like the vanguard where it's. He's not that hard, but like one hit yeah. can kill you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is why I'm glad there's that shortcut. Because mm. even getting yeah. that shortcut became a pain in the ass. Like fighting those six skeletons or what have you. Mm-hmm. You have to on the way up there. Um, you know, started trying my, my nerves after uh, a couple times on my melee run. My, uh, my, my uh, royal, I was able to kill him you know, the first try. But again... Yeah, that's not an accomplishment. Mm. Yeah, you like it, like the, with the royal. Like I think if you have the thieves ring equipped, or maybe even if not, all you have to do is just stay by the fog door, and you can target him, but he can't hit you with his tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just you yep. can just cheese him so so easily. Yeah, I think he's still. I feel like I have been hit by the tongue, but the attack he does that reaches that far, he doesn't mm-hmm. do very often. Or yeah. he has to be positioned correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that there's a safe place in the arena, like strictly one hundred percent safe. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can still hit him from. Yeah. Like I've, I, I, so, okay. So I fought him from above. I fought him from below. What's the mid tier. Like, is that just like a mixture of both kind of like, is it, you're just more prone to his, uh, um, you know, to his actual attack or does he have a different, uh, is I've, I've only done it a couple times. If I remember right, it's, it's sort of like his, uh, his top one, but in, in that he kind of destroys the floor and like mm, the yeah. danger is falling. Whereas in this one, it's like the tongue itself. Right. Hmm. Okay. Yep, yep. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes makes yeah. absolute sense. Um yeah, and then you, you kill him. Um you get the uh well let's talk about the uh the souls when we get them, the boss souls, just yeah. so we don't forget. Mm-hmm. Um what's interesting too is that so you can get the uh, the regeneration, like all of the things you can make from this guy's soul, um, 
you know, are tied into this avarice theme, except for the one the like the banish or it's not the banishing one. One of the one of the miracles you get from it uh, specifically says it's like the counter sign. Yeah, you only that. get to so actually you really just get regenerator and uh, um, meat cleaver and the meat cleaver. Meat cleaver, so the regeneration one, the counter. Yeah, the regeneration one is the uh, the counter sign hmm. to the uh, the pagan hmm. adjudicator that devours humans. Right. So. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, like on this run, I did the I did this whole this whole stage much much earlier than you know we're doing it in sequence just so I could get here and you know do my meat cleaver build. That is such a fun weapon. Yeah, it's like, it's probably my favorite weapon in the game. Yeah. I, I adore it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a man double S scaling. Mm-hmm. Like what what do yeah. you do? Yeah, and then it's like, got, like an A scaling as well. It's it's mm-hmm. yeah obnoxious. A scaling and faith. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's like it, you, no no matter what you do, it's the right decision. And you yeah. can enchant it as well. <laughs> yeah, with yep. Uh, yep. with like curse weapon, it's it's the most powerful weapon by far. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. The, the run that I used with it, um, I was also the one I was dabbling in, in miracles before I learned that I was like a you know more or less a non-starter in uh, in this game. And uh, so I had to have my faith high enough to use um, second chance. Was really the only miracle I ended up using, mm-hmm. and uh, and that just makes you monstrous, like really good <laughs> you know good strength and dexterity, and then real decent faith for second chance. And you just you can one shot everything. But because I wasn't using a shield in that that run, it became really about accuracy and just you know needing to one shot one kill something. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, being kind of out of luck, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so next time we're going to be doing four two and four three. Um, yeah, let's real real quick. Um, oh, so we talked about white world tendency with Satsuki. There's not too much to black world tendency. Um, what's interesting though is that it's a lot harder because there are lots of black phantom skeletons. Yeah, and they they're um, pretty evenly distributed too. Yeah. One uh, when when I first played this game, I played the uh the Japanese import version of the game oh, well. mm-hmm. and uh there was a bug where every time you died whether it was in soul form or in body form you would the tendency would go down oh, unlike no. normally where it goes so i died about 10 million times <laughs> in uh <laughs> 4 one and that this whole level is just a living hell for me oh my goodness <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do the points continue to accumulate after you hit pure black like can you just uh, get... it, it, well it just stays at pure black like yeah but like it, once you beat the adjudicator, you know it goes up to one point above pure black. You know? <laughs> yeah. congratulations! And then, and then there's a primordial demon somewhere, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is a primordial demon. I think in the next level. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, the interesting thing about black is that you fight the the human version or the black phantom version, rather of Satsuki, mm-hmm. um, and you can get the hiltless, which is a weapon very similar to the one he's trying to to get. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in quality, like he likes weapons that hurt him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's a masochist, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a glutton. Yeah. For punishment. Oh, 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 oh. Um, yeah. yeah. That's how. That's how you bring it all together. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Done. I'm looking at the description for the for the Mayoko, um, uh, if that's how you pronounce it, um, and just the, the the what it says it does to the to the victim, like it does cuts that never heal. That's mm-hmm. super crazy. And also, yeah. a, again, fifteenth time this episode, metal as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's okay. a, it's a big uh, it's like a big tribute to uh, the Muramasa's swords. Oh, that's probably why. That's probably where I heard it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So like that, that's just like the whole like point of the sword is just completely like it can't uh, be sheathed until it draws blood. That sort of you know metal yeah. stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like a. Well, I like one thing a I love sword. about Hiltless is it's got like just a little bit of cloth wrapped around the hilt. Yeah. As if like that's gonna help. 
<laughs> That's something we never talked about in the Eternal Darkness episode, Gary. Uh, just to take us into a brief, uh, a brief little side step here. Um, but uh, all these people who think they can protect themselves from these awful artifacts by picking oh, them up with, yeah, with a, with a with small piece shirt. of cloth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the same way I grab a pan if I if, like I can't find an oven mitt and yeah. it doesn't work then either. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The same way I open a door in a public bathroom, like what? Yeah, that doesn't, yeah, it doesn't protect you. Now your shirt's just full of feces. Cold. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> you just get to wear that for you yeah, unless you do laundry after that. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean, immediately. Well, yeah. After every bathroom trip, <laughs> oh, you, know, you need you, a pocket washing machine. You need to push around a wheelchair with a washing machine that's, and that's a mini dryer a t- on that's it. That's what a Tide stick is for. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, but just, uh, that, that, yeah, I noticed that too. I, I just have that small piece of cloth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that's four one. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. And I, I, I'm happy. It's a short level. Like it was kind of a short episode. I'm happy with all the conjecture and stuff we did Yeah, though on this one. Like, I feel yeah. like this was, you know, is, is fun and, and satisfying to kind of try to figure this out area out. Yeah. I haven't thought about it. Like we, we actually cracked a couple nuts here and yeah, you know, I don't yeah. just well, like, I, the, I think we, Said at the start, like it's it is an area that like kind of lends itself to just being talked about, mm-hmm. despite mm-hmm. It seeming so empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good area. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So just uh, and then for uh, for next episode, um, we'll be continuing our discussion of the Shrine of Storms. Um, for that episode, we'll be joined by Bob Mackey of uh, the Retronauts podcast, yeah. and uh, yeah, and of various delightful bits of writing on the internet. <laughs> um, so we're really looking forward to that. And talking about those, those two boss fights, which I really, really love. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, so let's, uh, so by way of admin, uh, Jake, plug it up. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> plug. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I think on my, was it on my Shrine of Storm, my Setsuki video or my Latria video? I think I did plug uh, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I, I plugged that video so that you can go see the things I plugged. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think I plugged a plug you guys, a plug. So. There yeah, yeah, we we really appreciate that. Um, oh well, I, I hope we, uh, you know my whoever many people watch that video. All all of my videos are just like leaked from Vaddy videos whenever he <laughs> likes my videos. So it's, Was it, we, it's not we, so much me. You should thank a couple of people on Facebook did say you know that they they found the podcast through that video. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. So yeah, so which is great. Yeah, um, really appreciate that. And then uh, where you know you wanted people to follow you on Twitter or anything like that? Where can people find uh, you? On- I do have a Twitter. I, I think. Maybe, maybe I think Cole. Do you follow my Twitter? I I know I follow both of you, but I'm very. I bad would not at recommend following, following it because it, it is completely like inane and meaningless. <laughs> like I, I don't talk you about like, anything. You, you love following. Gundams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I just post pictures of Gundams. Is basically all I do. <laughs> yeah. So I would I would most certainly not recommend following me on Twitter. <laughs> um, so don't follow Jake on Twitter. But however, subscribe to his YouTube. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Video game talking head. At YouTube, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Um, me and Cole uh, do some other shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do Watch Out for Fireballs, yep. um, which is a retro video games podcast. You know, similar deep examination, not quite this zoomed in, but on you know, a different game each time. Um, at the time you're hearing this, the next one will be about Fallout 2. Yeah. It's a two-parter, and for a portion of it, we'll be joined by Chris Avalone. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And uh, we also do a show called Abject Suffering, which is a shorter show about bad games. Yeah. Listen to um, that. Subscribe to it, please. Yeah. Ostensibly about bad games. Like it's mostly us just fucking around. Yeah. And then, but we play a bad game beforehand. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm. the bad games are a starting point. Yes. It's like, a, it's like a seventies, you know, touchy feely board game. of just like a <laughs> deck of conversation prompts. 
for, <laughs> for you know you and your family. Yes. And they accept the conversation prompt is like Mohawk and headphone jack. <laughs> just kind of, I know what I think about this, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I go play Pong. Yep. <laughs> uh, but Gary does a show called um, uh, Pilot Season, which comes out every other week. It is a new concept every time. Um, it is very funny and uh, recently very scary and sad. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then um, uh, the, the pitch as well is, is still in the process of wrapping up. Cool. So I, I still want people to uh, to listen to that show because mm-hmm. that is um, it is funny and it's about innovation and it is a complete um, – it's going to be 50 episodes, a 50-episode run, and yep. then that's it for the pitch. So. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, I know I'm forgetting something. Um, cool. Oh, and, uh, check it out, Comrade. Oh, yes. It'll be coming out shortly after this comes out, which is an indie show with, uh, me and Nick Glauber. Mm-hmm. Um, two indie games per episode, really short, just kind of, you know, what's awesome about this game? Let's talk about it for 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, we've got a future episode coming up with Cole. We're going to have other, uh, kind of guests from the network probably as the show continues. But, uh, you know, shows in their infancy definitely need support. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Cole, yeah. uh, does a show called The Level. Mm-hmm. which is excellent. It is a video game news magazine show um, covering games old and new and uh, varied that he does. Uh, Birth from a radio show that he did in college is the longest running, one of the longest running podcasts that I know of, yeah. let alone on the network. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then a show called Those Damn Ross Kids. Yes, which is is on a prolonged hiatus. Uh, anybody who's listening to this who's frustrated by that, I am very sorry, but there is real life stuff getting in the way. We are working on its return. So, yeah. yes. Eventually it'll become a prolittled hiatus and then eventually become a pronoun hiatus. so yeah mm-hmm. but uh you know in order to support this show there's the usual stuff itunes ratings reviews subscriptions um i feel like this is going a little bit long so i won't bore you with stuff there's the tip jar uh if you're going to be buying anything on amazon for uh for christmas or whatever holiday you choose to observe um we get a little cut of that and it does not uh, cost you anything extra and that goes to uh, support things like hosting the show and hosting the hosting the uh website Etc. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then just as a final thing, if you, uh, if you, another way to support, so I did an album in Mario Paint mm-hmm. um, called, uh, it's, the band is called Super Mario Lab. The album is called The Stoic Club. 50 songs uh, between 30 seconds and a minute and mm-hmm. one song, or 49 songs, one song that's 10 minutes long. Um, all done in Mario Paint Composer. Mm-hmm. It's five bucks. So uh, duckfeed.tv forward slash store. Yep. That's where you can find that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just about everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, until next, I feel like so you had the sign off for the show, Cole. <laughs> I feel like the last like three episodes, I've been yeah. able to pull one of the things out of my ass <laughs> at the last minute, but I, I might have run out. Yeah, I might have run out too. So, I know it's been one... so long since I've been human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. so the world might be mended. Umbasa. Umbasa. Yeah. Jake, say Umbasa. I, I don't believe in your petty gods. You <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go worship some bird dad. And we all pray that we will have far more soon 